a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. One of the headlines this week from the Biden administration has been their celebration of the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, part of which will hire 87,000 more IRS agents. But beyond the headline, is that really what the agency needs? It turns out there might be more under the headline and more broken than we thought. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, we all like to complain about the IRS and taxes and the process and all of those kinds of things. So there's there's much to dig into there. Uh, but one of the things that we have to look at is just the impact it has on our lives in so many different ways. Uh, Elizabeth Nolan Brown is the senior editor at Reason and the main author of Reason's morning newsletter, The Reason Roundup, a great place for you to start your day. And uh, Elizabeth, uh, you've been uh, writing and weighing in on uh, a lot of the things that have been going on as it relates uh, to the IRS and uh, what is happening there. But give us just kind of your overall sense in terms of uh, what is going on, how much are Americans paying in taxes, uh, how does it compare to other things we're spending our money on? Yeah, I was I was very disturbed this week to learn through through some new Bureau of Labor Statistics data how much Americans are spending on taxes relative to other things in our lives. According to this new BLS data, Americans spend more on uh, an average on taxes than they do on healthcare, food, education, and clothing combined last year. Wow, uh, that's I'm going to have you say that again because I think that really has to settle in in terms of comparative. Uh, we all complain about, you know, paying taxes and the taxes we pay along the way. Uh, but again, just reframe that for us one more time, because I think that is a think again moment for all of us. Yeah, it, it's pretty shocking. Uh, they found that the average American consumer or consumer unit spent more on taxes in 2021 than they spent on food, education, clothing and health care combined. So it just really gives you a sense of like, wow, all of the things that people could be doing more with their money if they were allowed to keep more of their own money. Yeah. And as you as you look at that, especially as we look at it in the context of inflation and that our buying power has been diminished significantly because of inflation, uh, as you kind of break that down, give us some some real dollars and cents uh, from some of your uh, reporting in terms of what that means to uh, we often you talk about those consumer units, those those taxpayers uh, in terms of what they're doing. Yeah, consumer units, it could either mean an individual taxpayer or, or a household that, that pools their uh, financial resources together. Uh, people spent an average, they said an average expenditure of about $67,000 last year, which was quite a bit of an increase from 2020, unsurprisingly, since you know a lot of people had to stay home through a lot of 2020. Um, spending rose on things like entertainment and on alcohol, which I thought was, was you know, kind of interesting. But um, they also found that 
inflation rose 4.7% last year, which was a whole percentage point more than income rose. So inflation is rising faster than people's incomes. So like you said, you know, the amount that they're spending on food, healthcare, and education and clothing and all of these things, that would be less if there wasn't inflation. So, the, so that really sort of means that the amount we're playing in taxes is, is even more if there hadn't been this inflation. Yeah. And so then as we start to, to break that down, and uh, we always talk about it in terms of the, the kitchen table conversations, in terms of where the money's going, where, where we are going to choose to spend, where we have to spend, pay taxes and those kinds of things. Uh, what is the overall sentiment in terms of kind of the, the citizens across the country? Are we just kind of grin and bear it uh, kind of mode, or is this something that might actually uh, motivate people to engage politically a little bit more? You know, I, I really don't know. It, it, it's kind of hard to say because there's so many other, you know, there's so many other issues. I think Democrats definitely want to make the upcoming midterm elections not about the, the economy <laughs> right. and not about inflation. So they're trying their hardest to do that. And, and whether or not that that works remains to be seen. Yeah. And that uh, definitely seems to be a, a challenge, I think, between uh, the, the rhetoric, the what the president is trying to frame the debate around versus what the American people are experiencing, that uh, there's just a disconnect there. Uh, that seems a little hard for the Democrats. Republicans have their own sets of issues that they can be working on. One of the other things that, that caught our attention and curious your perspective on this, Elizabeth, uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about how many of the IRS agents have also not paid their taxes. Uh, this this undermining of trust just seems to not have a bottom at the moment. I, I had not actually seen that the IRS agents not paying their taxes. Sorry, but that's that's kind of incredible. Actually, I'm going to play just a little bit of uh, sound there. Uh, Senator Joni Ertz from Iowa was on this morning uh, talking about this, that there were so many uh, that the IRS is actually starting an audit of their own employees who have not paid their taxes. A little bit ironic. They need to police their own house before they go after hardworking Americans. And we have had a very favorable report come back from the IRS stating that, yes, they would do an audit of their employees. So apparently there's over uh, 1,250 IRS agents who just failed to pay their taxes altogether. Uh, Senator Ernst uh, pressed for uh, some reasons as to why IRS employees aren't paying their taxes. Well, the most egregious was that they didn't know how to use TurboTax. Other excuses that they gave were that they couldn't figure out the forms. I mean, these are folks that actually work for the IRS. These are, as I said, investigators. They are agents that are hired by the IRS to dig into uh, other people's finances. So it's, it's really unexcusable. All right. So, Elizabeth, I won't I won't make you weigh in on all things uh, IRS, but uh, it, it, it is an interesting dynamic in terms of uh, increased funding for, inc- you know, an increased number of agents to do audits uh, with the IRS. And just from a messaging standpoint, is this going to get more complicated both for the IRS and for uh, Democrats and Republicans alike in terms of what that uh, agency is actually doing? Oh, definitely. I I think it's so interesting how you have people swearing right now that we're going to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, but it's not going to increase audits on anybody but the super wealthy. You're like, there's not that many super wealthy people in the United States. You know, like there's no way we hire this many new people to do audits and it's not going to affect 
ordinary Americans, ordinary middle-class Americans. Yeah, I think they, especially if you look at the numbers in terms of the revenue that those additional agents have to produce uh, to offset it, uh, it's it's a pretty big number, and I don't think there's any way to get there by uh, just going after the, the uber wealthy. Uh, Elizabeth, before I let you go, anything else that you're watching as it uh, relates to the IRS and some of these uh, tax components uh, as we move forward, especially as we roll towards the midterms? Uh, just just the new reporting requirements for things like online sales on eBay, online sales through online marketplaces. That's, it's really kind of disturbing. You know, the way, the way they're making report, if you have anything over $600, again, it just sort of speaks to the idea that the IRS is going to start auditing a lot more people. And it just really just wants to be more all up in people's business in a really invasive way. Yeah. Uh, great insight. Elizabeth Nolan Brown, senior editor at Reason. Uh, main author of Reason's Morning Newsletter, The Reason Roundup, uh, one place I always look in the morning. Gives me a good perspective to start my day. Give me some good things to think about. Uh, Elizabeth, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, it is one of the great uniters of the country uh, when we talk about paying taxes. Uh, everyone can be a little disgruntled. Everyone can be a little frustrated. Uh, but there's some definite things that uh, do concern me. Uh, not only in the fact that we're spending so much on taxes, uh, more than so many other things that we choose to spend on, the fact that we have agents that aren't uh, complying with the law themselves uh, and are going to be the ones auditing all of us. And to me, it's more, let's get some transparency, let's get some accountability, and then let's make sure we can actually measure the results. I think everyone's willing to pay some taxes if we know it's going to the right place, if we know it's producing the right outcomes that actually make a difference for we the people. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.